what are the big assumptions you're making in your investment decisions? Can you list them? Is there any chance your fundamental assumptions are wrong? I'm Brian Ellis. We'll look at this very serious but nearly never discussed issue right now in episode number 310 of Self-Directed Investor Talk. Hello, self-directed investors all across the fruited plain. Welcome to the show of record for savvy self-directed investors like you. This is episode number 310 of Self-Directed Investor Talk, and should you be so inclined, you are welcome to visit today's show page to get a transcript and links and resources that are relevant to today's discussion. The address for the episode number 310 show page to which you are now listening is sditalk.com slash 310. So the big question today, what are the big core assumptions you're using as a basis for your investment decisions? More importantly, is there any chance that any of them are leading you astray? That's a big, important question. Here, here's some context for why I ask this, just so you know. I'm something, something of a science geek. I routinely and very happily spend a relatively large amount of time learning what's going on in the world of scientific research. One of the geekiest things that I do and that I really love to do is to watch formal debates that feature scientists and philosophers duking it out intellectually to see where everyone's ideas fit in the grand scheme of things. And you know what kind of evidence I'm seeing a lot of in the last three years? I mean, a lot. And as I answer this question, remember that the topic of today's show is a look at the big assumptions you're making in your portfolio and whether they could possibly be wrong. So here's an example of what I'm seeing a lot in science, and we're going to apply this to investments. I'm seeing a lot of scientists these days who are absolutely the very top people in their respective fields, offering very, very serious scientific resistance to the famous theory of evolution posited by Charles Darwin in the mid-1800s. I mean, legitimate, top-tier people like the famed synthetic organic chemist and nanotechnologist Dr. James Tour at Rice University. That guy is brilliant. There's also Dr. Marcos Eberlin, the internationally renowned mass spectrometry expert at the University of, uh, of Campinas in Brazil. And Michael Behe, the respected biochemist at Lehigh University. Now, some people would try to disregard the opinions of those guys because all of them have religious beliefs, which would predispose them to resist the theory of evolution. But then you'd have to explain away highly regarded atheistic and or agnostic scientists and professors who also openly criticize and question Darwinian evolution, like famed philosopher and mathematician Dr. David Berlinski. Others, uh, biologists. Uh, Dr. Dennis Noble at the University of Oxford, no less. There's Professor Thomas Nagel, the famous law professor at NYU. And frankly, this is only scratching the surface of dissent among serious academics and scientists of today. If you knew the extent of it all, you would be utterly blown away. Now, look, this is not a discussion about Darwinian evolution. Unless I have the pleasure of meeting you in person and you'd like to discuss this, then Right now, I don't care what you think about that question, and you need not care what I think either. But, but that gives us a good backdrop for this question. Can you think of any assumptions that have been pounded into all of us any more or as being any more fundamental than the theory of evolution? I can't either. And yet, whatever your position on that matter happens to be, any objective look at that theory suggests that there's a real chance that, after all this time, the entire theory is just a crumbling house of cards. We don't know that yet, of course, but it sure looks that way. So let's shift that line of thinking over to our investments. Ask yourself, 
What are the core operating assumptions you're making each and every time you make an investment decision? The assumptions that are so deep that you don't even think about them consciously. Now, I'm thinking about this for myself, and some of those assumptions are that paying less tax is always better than paying more tax, or paying, uh, making more profit is better than making less profit, or that I should only take calculated risks, or that physical assets are more secure than paper assets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, having thought about this for a bit of time in preparing for this show, I'm, I have come up with a lot of fundamental assumptions that I am making, far more than the few I've mentioned here. And here's how this becomes interesting. If, considering each and every one of my fundamental assumptions and any that you come up with as well, uh, you then ask yourself these questions. Is this assumption absolutely true? Is this assumption absolutely false? Is this assumption relatively true or relatively false depending on the circumstances? And is there a better assumption that I could adopt? This has been enlightening for me, my friends, for this reason. I've again shown myself that having extremely dogmatic rules about anything can be a very dangerous thing unless you take the time to clarify not just the rule or the assumption, but also clarify what I call the two C's, context and caveats. For example, physical assets are, I think, more secure as an investment than paper assets, but a relevant context might be that that's true only in an environment where it's legal and practical to sell that asset when I need to do so, since physical items are usually not highly liquid. And a caveat to that rule might be that if owning the physical asset entails more direct physical involvement in the asset than I'm willing to provide, then in that case, it might make sense for me to do something like own shares of a real estate investment trust rather than owning real estate directly myself. And that would suggest that sometimes paper assets are better than physical ones. Well, look, these are simple examples, but I've learned a lot about myself and my assumptions in preparing for this episode and where those assumptions may not be serving me very well. Let's you and I do our best to see to it that the only things that are crumbling are faltering scientific theories rather than our life savings. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Self-Directed Investor Talk is a production of the Self-Directed Investor Society. This content is not intended to be advisory in nature and is not offered with the intention of providing legal, tax, or other licensed professional guidance to any listener. Be sure to see your own licensed advisors for that type of advice. This content is copyrighted by and used under license from the Self-Directed Investor Society.